I just find it odd. I find it odd, and I don't. And I, it's like I haven't been able to make sense of it all because, again, it's like we're just we're just doing this to fuck around and have fun. But like, it is fun when I see that people are listening and like we're getting attention and everything. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, people dig what we do, you know. Yeah. But then I'm just like, but something is happening. Like, we're either being like downvoted to oblivion or like some like something is fucking the algorithm up to the point where like we are not reaching even a third or fourth of the amount of people that we used to six months ago have you considered that maybe you got like uglier or something there's no fucking way well there's there's no no, there's no way that i i mean how could i get uglier like look at look at this look at this yeah I see it yeah look at look at, look at this ear- see like I I've only look at I'm, this we're so fucking dripped out show them your knee show them your knee baby show them which your one which knee. one dude which one <laughs> your left my left one oh you know right. the left just one give me baby a just give me a second yeah 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 look at that right there <laughs> look at that you don't baby. get a knee like that every day. You know what I'm saying? And you see, this is the video that's going to get, like, that that 3,000 view bump. Yeah, well, I mean, we are going to start in OnlyFans. Where and, and we're just going to upload videos of, of flan. Of us cooking? Making flan, eating flan, maybe flan wrestling, if you're Ooh. open to it, you know? I, I'm not opposed. Maybe we make some flanch dressing and just, like, you know, make a, have a flan that- salad. That makes my stomach turn. That looked like it like it looked like you like got tense from that. I I like I almost broke my own neck. Just was it the that. was it the pun or just the idea? Well, no, of, it's just like the dressing. idea of ranch dressing flan. Yeah, because that is so not the flavor you're going for. The first time I made flan, I don't know what kind of salad you're eating. <laughs> the first time I made flan, I was so confused because it was cold. Um, uh-huh. And I had no idea what a flan was, and so I thought I did it wrong. Uh, so Wait, oh, you made a flan without ever having one? Yeah. How? Why? Why did you do that? What made you? Because it looked. I've really... never had flan. Something that seems really hard to make, and I don't even know if I like it. I'm gonna spend hours making a flan. It looked good on the box. It's delicious. And when I was in college, I got so fucking bored. It was just. I just did a live stream on like Twitter or yeah. something, and I was just like playing music. I was just cooking a flan. I was just talking <laughs> to friends that were tuning in. That's like next level, man. <laughs> it's at, I was ahead of the game. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> back like, in twenty fifteen or sixteen. Damn, or whatever. you were Twitch streaming, playing video games, and making a flan. Dude. You know. So you started OnlyFans seven years ago. <laughs> that, yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, there's so nothing don't go, original. Don't go Brandon in that anywhere. There's That's nothing fine. original anymore, man. Here <laughs> I am thinking. All the good ideas, baby. Yeah, they're all taken. Of, of course, only flans is already a thing. Is it? I don't know. You, I mean, we just established that it was. Well, I mean, I made it, but like, I that was a project. Like, I'm moving on to the next thing. I, I moved on. <laughs> like, I'm that, bored like, with flan. It's like the the fame. I didn't ask for this. Old news. It's just my love for flan that brought me here. Flan is old fake news. What do you know any new news? Uh, new news? Yeah. Uh, new news. Um, <laughs> new no no. <laughs> Dude, I was just new rules. I I was just listening to like 
best of 2018, 2019 comedy bang bang. Because oh. that's when I was really into it. Yeah, me too. It, dude, they, th- it's fucked up. You can't find like any episodes past like 583 or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, they you have to like be a Earwolf subscriber. Yeah, you gotta like go to the website, you gotta subscribe, and like. Yeah. I'm sure you get a lot of good stuff for it, but. Yeah, there's a lot. That shit, I just used to be able to go to like episode fucking one. I know. You know, and just. I re listened. I, I heard episodes one through like 300, probably two or three times. Fuck. I used to drive from Austin to Houston all the time and like drive around a lot when when we lived in Texas. So I just had you told I listened me, to it all the time. Yeah. You told me you've listened to the, like all the episodes like twice. Yeah. Up until a certain point. And it's the same with like Monday morning podcast. I listened to that a shit ton of times. Yeah. Um Well, and you know, that kind of brings me to today's album that I've heard probably a million times before. What's up, buds? And welcome to a new episode of the Earbuds Podcast, the podcast where two friends talk about one album for that many minutes. We are your hosts, Ash uh, Moosh Hanrahan. My girlfriend's walking behind me, and my name is Lucas. You don't have to brag. Uh, sink or swim in Drakovs, and today we are talking about fucking punk rock music. We're getting one of my favorite punk rock bands that I feel like no one ever fucking talks about, and I think it's about goddamn time these people get some respect put on their name. And it is Big Wig, and we're talking about their album, An Invitation to Tragedy. Ash, what'd you think? <laughs> you know, uh, my two favorite songs. Uh, out of yeah. ten, I'd say. Well, uh, <laughs> let's just go into rating. Let's start. Let's go. Let's work let's backwards. Just start with that. Yeah. Uh, let's Tarantino this shit. Listen. Well, let's make him wait for it. Oh. That's what I'm. You like to build a little. You, you like to edge. You're into edging. I like. I love <laughs> edging. The rated R superstar dude. Oh. It's my oh. Wrestler. That's not what I was talking about. Uh, the album is. You know, you know that I love playing punk music. Yes. I love making punk music. You're not a big I fan rarely, of listening to punk I music. I rarely ever listen to punk that music. That confuses me so much, man. And and I've been trying to get you to listen to this band uh, for at least four years now. Yes. Uh, like most other music you've tried to recommend to me. Uh, you I've don't listen to. I've been adamant on yeah. ignoring you. Yeah, vehemently not listening to it. Yes, like going out of my way. <laughs> it's starting to feel aggressive. It, they were opening, they were playing at a bar I was at, and I left. And you were like, nah, fuck that. It's like, nope, that's not happening. Yeah, you got nauseous for some reason. And you're like, oh god, <laughs> like, this, oh, might make, this might make one of my really good friends happy. <laughs> oh, oh god. Um, honestly, man, this hit the fucking spot. Fuck! Yeah! Yes. <laughs> this, this is some hardcore, fast, but... Melodic punk. Super, super melodic. I'd say it's somewhere between, like, Bad Religion and No Effects, Pennywise, like, mm-hmm. Lag Wagon, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, and bounces very, all between uh, the, between all those different styles, too, right? Because, like, there is a lot of, like, hardcore, badass punkness in this. And then almost 50-50, I would say, pop punk. Yeah. No, it's very, like... It Not with that line song. constantly. Yeah, it's like every other song is um, like either pop punk or like hardcore punk. Like when you go from sink or swim to sore losers, 
and then like you know thinning the herd to Mr. Asshole and then counting down to Alone in Jersey it's like it literally like just bounces back and forth and back and forth they just didn't know what they wanted to do no they were just they were just trying everything out and this is their third record so like the stuff before this is pretty consistently the same vibe like the same type of thing where it's like really yeah you're either gonna hear like you know uh and I am counting down whoa it all comes crumbling down like just okay, you hear that well, and then you hear like the girl in the green sweatshirt or green jacket that's what it is <laughs> she's got the stars in her eyes she blinds me with her smile everything's all right. all right from the from the very short wikipedia on this band it seemed like yeah. this album was kind of their like big I think it, I think album kind of kind of flew them off. Why do you think this one is different from the first ones? Um, well, yeah, I would say this is definitely their peak. Uh, this is the culmination of like they they had. This is their third record, like I, I guess, like released at least on like a label or whatever. And um, I feel like the two records leading up to this were very similar types of music, but this one had the production, it had the songwriting. It's got some fucking production. Too. It's got some great we'll production. Talk about it. Yeah, and uh, and I feel like what happened. They, I think they only came out with one record after this, Reclamation uh, or mm. s- of something. Reclamation maybe is the name. And that one, like, they went a little. It didn't sound like they were having as much fun. Like they sound like they're having a lot of fun on this record. Like they're right. pissed off, but they're also having fun. Like I love on Sore Losers where he's like. My mom can beat up your mom. My, My dad, dad can, can beat, beat up, up your dad. And they're talking about like, they're talking about like war. Yeah, <laughs> my god can beat up your god too. And it's just like, <laughs> like just this like super fun, goofy punk song. And it's like, and then they're talking about heavy shit in there. Yeah, well, it's you know a lot of the themes of this album are kind of, they're very optimistic. I'd say. Um, you, you really? I'd say they're political. Yes. They definitely see the shit happening, but yeah. they're very encouraging of the people listening to their music and the fans. Like, hey, you could do this. Go out there, fuck it up, show them yeah. what, you, yeah. show them what you're about. It's not political like anti-flag, where it's just like everything sucks. You're gonna die. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Nothing matters. It's like anti-flag is like nihilist or like nihilistic, and uh, bigwig is kind of like uh, they're they're like a. A dog uh, um, that knows things still kind of suck. Like, not everything's perfect, but they have, like, dog energy. But they're like, they still, got, like... They got, like, yeah, they got, like, golden retriever energy, but that, like, grew up on the streets a little bit. Shout out to Riley. Let's go. Shout out, Riley. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's weird how, how, like, there's not a lot of information about Bigwig out there. Like, it, they seem like one of those bands that were, in my world, especially at this time, 2001... They were like the fucking punk band to me. Like we in my group of friends, like we loved Big Wig. Like I had a friend who went to a show of theirs and uh ended up like either passing out at one of the guitarists' house or one of them passed out at his house, like at my friend's house or something. But he basically like went to a big wig show and then went out and partied with them afterwards and he said that they were just like super cool regular dudes. And and to us we were just like, dude, you might as well have said that you were partying with fucking Bono or some shit, you know? Like, I don't know, who do you love? You love Bono, no, right? No, some real fucking class acts, like Bono. Just like, like, like a Bono, like a, like a, like Bono a Scott type. Stapp. Like, if, if I had hung out with Scott Stapp when I was in seventh grade, you know, fucking, that's a rap, dude. So, 
so how did y'all like how did you get introduced to Bigwig? I have no idea because they were on I don't think they were on uh the big labels back then. I don't think one I don't think they were on Epitaph or Fat Records, right? No. They were on like Fearless Records or something. I yeah, think. it was Fearless. Was that uh is that like the dude from Offsprings? Record label? I don't know. I don't know. It's like you're know. you're proud that you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So because it's cute. It's cute. Because it's it's cute to not know. It's cute. <laughs> it's, it's but what the boys I, like. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's that's what's kind of confusing to me too. Is like they weren't on one of the on the two or three big records. They weren't on Drive Through. You know. So I really don't know like who showed me Big Wig. How someone in my group found them. But man, they were immediately huge and it was the album before this one um that got them really big with us i think it's like unmerry melodies i can't remember the and so you did you you kind of heard that one and you were like anticipating this album or oh dude we were like pumped for this record damn and, uh, and it yeah fucking delivered oh it delivered so because this record is uh, i was wrong the, the record before this one was called stay uh, stay asleep and this one is like stay asleep on fucking steroids it's like everything got better. The songwriting got better. They got heavier. They got madder, uh, and, the, yeah. and the production got better. Like another thing, like that, I th- I totally forgot was like such a huge aspect of Bigwig's music is how fucking metal inspired they are too. Well, yeah, they definitely do have a lot of that stuff kind of peeking in through yeah. the pop punk and like hardcore, hardcore, yeah visage it's kind of yeah. like they kind of remind me of four years strong a little bit i could um, totally hear that this sounds almost like a precursor to four years strong yeah if like four years strong kind of chilled on the on the whole metal thing yeah on the whole metal core aspect of their shit yeah. like i totally i totally hear that too um you know this is like one of the only albums that we've talked about on this uh on this show that i didn't take any notes because i'm like i've heard this record so many fucking times i'm just like i could talk about this all day Damn. Well, but I am kind of. To be honest, I'm surprised that you that you're saying that you liked it a lot because I know that you don't listen to like really loud aggressive music like on your own like in your free time. You know. Well, <laughs> I I like loud aggressive music, um, but I but guess only if I'd it's say like it's... fucking vampire techno or something. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be whatever you were listening techno. to. Whatever you were listening to last night at the rave that you went to, <laughs> which you still haven't told me about. Uh, well, listen, we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, we're gonna rate what, what the better rave. time than now? We're gonna rate the rave. What better place than here? At the rave. What better time than now? Okay, well, you know, I don't know. It was just a, it was a hyper pop night, right? Oh, gluch, bluch. But it wasn't the Boo. 100 Gex hyper pop, okay? It was okay. fucking like Charlie XCX. Okay. Tov, Tovlo, which is. Apparently not how you say that name at all. Yeah, I don't know how you say it. Tov- Tovalo? Tove- Tove- it's like Tovlo. I think it's Toblerone. Toblerone is probably it. Yeah. Um, I think it's like mountainous chocolate bars. Kim Petrus. Uh, that fucking dude. Fuck, dude. I gotta get a drink of water. I'm like ah! dying right now. <laughs> Caught mouth. Right All right. Don't forget what I was saying, because I will. All right, we we're talking about raves. I'll remember. <laughs> are we? Are we doing something? Yeah, hey, you're still on. You're on the air. I can't hear you. Oh god damn it! 
Are we doing something? You're still stealing my bits. I can't bits. hear you. Yeah, I think, I think we're just stealing bits I'm sorry, now. I can't hear you. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, keep telling uh, me about your rave. So it was like the mainstream hyperpop Sophie uh, was a big one. Okay. And even for that, they only played like kind of the vocals of that hyperpop stuff and then just like a do, 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 do. Just the house just, beat like, under it. Yeah, but brought yeah. it to like 160 BPM or whatever the fucking club beat is, you know? Right. Uh, and it, but it was fun. I was dancing. Uh, I always thought that I'd rather be like drowning in a group of people dancing just because like then you don't feel like self. You don't feel like weird about it, like people are watching you. But like you can't fucking move. I was just worried nah. about like actually accidentally like elbowing someone the whole time that's when you start fucking hardcore dancing dude you start picking up dimes i need my space yeah you start fucking quarter snatching or whatever they call them <laughs> yeah i started hardcore skanking oh like yeah like trying to elbow people and shit yeah 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 have you ever have you ever genuinely skanked i have really yeah it was at a i i did it at a trap metal show just uh, just at a trap metal show. like half a year ago. I feel like I remember this, and I feel like I was disappointed when I first heard it too. <laughs> Are you listening? Because I skipped like, at a trap metal show. I just told you about one of the That's coolest things I've ever fuck. done. That's kind of like the height, <laughs> like the peak of my life so far. Uh, uh, you peaked at skanking at a trap metal show. <laughs> yeah, I skank at every occasion. I always, yeah, Christmas. I'm always skanking. I learned how to hard step recently. What is that? <laughs> Which is like, it's like what rave people did in like the 90s and 2000s with like the trip pants and the zippers uh, and shit. And they were just like fucking like shuffling, T-stepping. T-stepping. Gosh, all these terms. I'm, in, I'm all in the lingo, baby. Yeah, you're in the world, man. You're in the underworld of fucking rave dancing now. I'm a new person. I'm in a new world. Uh, well, I feel like it will, if we don't get back to the album now, we never will. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you about the things I liked about the album. Oh, just di- dish, baby. Uh, the production is fantastic on the entire thing. Yeah. Obviously. It's nice and clear, but it's still rowdy. It's still grungy. It still hits hard as fuck. Super you distorted. Can hear, you can hear the drums are super clean. Yeah. Um. The like the overall production is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the songwriting is really nice. They kind of switch up their style of just about every other song. Pretty much. A lot of catchy moments there. Um, one thing I will say is that, as with every like hardcore album, mm-hmm. uh, when I was just listening to this one time and I wasn't quite in the mood. It, it is the kind of thing that, like, will give you a headache if you're not trying to, like... If you're not in the in the space for it. Yeah, I feel you. Like, it goes hard the whole time. There's, like, nary... I don't think there is a moment where it, like, slows down or gives you a break. Maybe, like, Hope. Hope is kind of the more mid-tempo, like... Yeah. But... Even then, everyone's everyone's kind of going in on it. Yeah, the drummer's um, going off on that song randomly. Like the, the <laughs> guitars are doing nothing, and the drummer's like, "It's my time to shine." It's like, 
<laughs> but the drummer's kind of badass on the whole fucking record, man. Oh, yeah. It, it, this is like... It, I think this is the kind of thing Burn Band was trying to do. Uh, I know. A lot of, it, it, I saw myself in this drummer. I What... Oh, I'm like either I'm trying so hard not to get mad right now. For so long, he's been, no, so like y'all should long. listen to Big Wig. I think, dude, be- I heard your your regurgitation, uh, baptismal, baptismal regurgitation. Thank you very amazing much, amazing, fu- amazing fucking record, and immediately reminded me of Big Wig. And I was <laughs> like, dude, this is like I was like, listen to this band. They're gonna show you like. How to get there. You and I was know? like, yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. You're like, totally, 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 uh-huh. totally, yeah, totally, 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 grab my ego's nutbag real quick and tell me if if you had heard this record while Burn Band was still recording and, and playing would it have influenced you? Would it have put a, a little fire under that little butt of yours? Probably not. Because I was on some next level shit, baby! I was five steps ahead of this shit. <laughs> this was my last... <laughs> No, I think it would have been. I no, think you it, can't I take it, it. You can't walk back from that. Dude, there's no walking back from what you just did to me. <laughs> we were we were always kind of on the Fugazi route of things rather than the big wig route. You know. I don't. I haven't listened to a lot of Fugazi, so I don't know. We, we were always trying to be like a little more experimental with it, I guess. I think, mm. personally, talking about my own fucking band. Mm. Uh, baptismal regurgitation was kind of like the peak of our like little punk thing. Yeah, you guys and, went hard on that record. Yeah, and I think it, I think it is a, is a great little punk record. It's kind of like what we were exactly what we were trying to do for like years and albums before. Yeah, uh, and from there I want to like all right, we're kind of like diverging. I want us to like let's let's go further let's do some other shit and that was the biggest mistake you ever made and that yeah and that <laughs> that ruined everything honestly that's what big wig did after this record they went a little too hard in one direction and it did not work out in their favor it was a little more metal the album after this i would i would rather break my ankle trying to go a different direction than walk a hundred miles just in the same just going the same way you know what I'm saying? But you make progress in one direction. One direction's not even that good, dude. Get off my fucking back. Okay, fuck you, dude. Zane? <laughs> Harry? 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 Mr. Uh, Mr. Styles to you? <laughs> you know? Have some goddamn respect. Um I don't think I I don't think I have anything particularly bad to say about this record. I don't think I have any like particular grievances aside from like <laughs> I, I I guess there were at times it reminded me of like Blink-182 in very like quaint moments it was like a little bit of that cheesiness yeah. like a little bit of that like late 90s early 2000s uh, kind of feel yeah like Alone in Jersey I think is probably their most like Blinkish song that that and like mush, yeah, mush is super, yeah, which is like 
damn, like, yeah, they, like, they knew. Uh, they oh, yeah, they went hard it. on them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, I, like, I would say uh, one of the things I like the most about this record is the guitar. Like, I think they have badass fucking riffs. Um, the dude is doing the, the whatever that hammer-on pull-off little, yeah, like, yeah. finger-picking thing that, like, Van Halen does. And, no, like, yeah. legit metal bands and shit. And he just does just it for, tapping. like, a split second. Yeah, is it tapping? Is that what it's called? I guess. Like, the Widley Woos. He does fucking Widley Woos on this. And it's like, this is a kind of, basically a pop-punk band. With a little bit of hardcore mixed in, you know, or like, you know, but you don't expect to hear guitar work like that. And there's, that's another like comparison to, to four years strong. I think is like how crisp and like badass their guitars are, you know? And like the dudes in, in big wig are just so good. And what's crazy that the singer of big wig is the lead guitarist. So my friend that saw them live, cause I never got to see these guys live. Uh, it, he said that the singer was singing while playing solos. And I'm like, dude, that too is like that just kind of tells you like these guys are extremely talented, and that's another reason yeah. where it's like I don't know how big wig did not get bigger. Uh, they should they should have been a bigger wig. Uh, they should have been called biggest wig. Biggest wig, <laughs> yeah. That's see, that's probably why. I would I would say just from listening to this record, I I bet one compliment they got a lot was that they were tight. As super, yeah. Super super tight. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, let's get into the Choice Nugs, our two favorite let's songs. Let's get into some Choice Nugs, baby. Let's get into the Choice Nugs. I'm sure two you've kind of already decided before what your favorite songs on here are, and like that has not changed. Yeah. Is that kind of the case? No, it's, that's pretty much, you're, you're pretty much there. Um, I think I was surprised at how much I liked some of the more random songs that I didn't remember that well. You know, because there's definitely like standout songs like, uh, I mean, like Waste, Sore Losers, Moosh, uh, Thinning the Herd, like Who Am I to Say? Like, all those are honorable mentions. Like, I love all those songs. Uh, But yeah, my favorites were always like the ones that went, they went the hardest on, uh, even on their albums before this one. Like, Numbers is like probably my favorite fucking bigwig song, and it's like one of their most hardcore. So, yeah, man, it kind of stayed the same ever since high school. I mean, it's been 20 years since the first time I heard this record, and I still have my the same two favorite songs on it, and the first one's Sink or Swim. Sink or Swim. Dude, the, even the beginning, the, the fucking bass of... It's like, dude, they're picking so fucking fast, and it's so fucking, like, thrashy, hardcore, you know? Like, ugh. And that fucking yeah. like, pop hitting that fast has always been insane to me. Yeah, like I can't do that. It's you can't ridiculous. do that. We're not I, talented. We we can't do that. Well, it, like if I really want to, if you I really probably, want, okay, I could probably figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever helps uh, you sleep. Like, at night. give me an hour, maybe. Whatever helps you sit sleeping up at night. <laughs> hey, man, don't bring, don't bring that up right now. Come on. You, you sleep it, sitting up like a vampire. I'm, I'm going to come back to this episode in four years and be like, fuck. Like, wow. I, I can't was sitting I was up to that. sleep for like three months, wasn't yeah. I? Yeah, there's a little time capsule for you. Sleep apnea is a bitch, y'all. Uh, Get it checked out. Tell me about it. Um, But, yeah, sink or swim. 
this this song goes hard as fuck. So good. Uh, got a lot of explosive moments in it for sure. Yeah. And I was um, just like, ah, oh, yeah, so much great guitar work. That fucking like in the middle, that. Say gosh, what I've got. Say gosh, what I've got. Uh. Yeah, well, the whole thing just goes so hard. It's so fun. It's such a hype song. Like that's a song I would listen to before going out to bars, where like some people listen to fucking you're like Lady, Lady Gaga you're like, or something. Yeah, this is this is my pregame shit right here. You're like pregaming, like going out to fight someone. I wish. <laughs> no one wants to fight me. You're too big. You're too intimidating, baby. It's true. I'm a big wet you're boy. Too fucking torn. I'm. 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 That's, everyone's shredded. been seen your boxing lessons. Yeah. And shit. With my panza hanging over my waist. No, I'm I'm not gonna mess with that. Yeah, you don't mess with the panza. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the like the behind the back like chokehold or something. I'm just like gonna hang on to you. But my neck is so thick. <laughs> there's no there's no way you can get to the jugs. I I couldn't wrap my arms around it if I tried. <laughs> no, it's like a redwood. <laughs> a veiny redwood is what my neck is like. I you know so many people have said that and I I'm finally getting yeah. it now. Yeah, right. You see it, right? That that's what we were that's why everyone was calling you Redwood. Yeah. Back in the back in the old days. Yeah. Old Redwood. Uh well, my first nug is going to be kind of on that same line of the real hardcore shit. Ooh. Um and it's actually it's kind of a weird one a little bit, but it's Mr. Asshole. Oh, dude, I was that is has one of some of my least favorite music on the record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew it. I knew as soon as I picked it. I'm like, I bet Lucas is gonna be like, oh, that one. Yeah, you pick the one that has like a power drill in the intro. Or yeah, whatever. it's got a power drill in the intro. Yeah. but it's like it's just like it's like yeah, the it's most hardcore. like hardcore. Punk. Yeah, like you go to a shitty like bar and people are punching each other and you can't hear anything going on but like yeah the drums are thrashing it's also like a super classic sounding uh riff to that it's like kind of goofy like you know kind of silly sounding but then it's in just like this uber hardcore fucking yeah really but then, aggressive then, like, song the blast beat comes in and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. that's that's kind of where that is going. Yeah, really the only thing I don't like about the song is the intro. I'm like, oh, it's so annoying. I like I like the idea of it. I feel like they probably could have executed that a little better. I mean, could they have done that any better? I, How else are I, you going to do that? If they just like used a synth or something. I know Instead of an they, actual you drill. You know what they were going for. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's very cheesy, like early '90s Pantera sounding to me, and it bothered me. Yeah, it's like what's the opposite of a dive bomb on the guitar? <laughs> a takeoff? Yeah, takeoff. That's just what they're doing. Yeah, they're just. I don't like the takeoffs. Well, sir, what, what was your what was your favorite oh, song? Oh, oh, I didn't know you were gonna ask me. Is that. it is um, it like? Oh what? Oh what? Is it alone in New Jersey? <laughs> oh what? What? What are you oh, gonna say? Uh, is fucking it alone static? In New is it static? Little boy. What is it? It's counting down, baby. Counting down. 
This was uh, this was kind of the one about like seeing your friend kind of like fucking up and and like yeah on a downward spiral and you you're said like, I don't you be got your shit this. together you said it's time to do it right yeah there is basically like uh, you know to me it kind of it makes me think of someone with like addiction yeah stuff like yeah like they're just seeing this person like constantly falling off over and over and over again and like trying to do something and then you don't do it and yeah it's a you know it's funny because listening to it back in the day in high school I just thought it was badass I didn't care about the lyrics I just sang along to everything and I was just like I just I just love the I am counting down I wish I could make it end yeah again like didn't really care about anything else and then listening to it now as like a a full on like fully matured adult uh I just mean like body wise like I'm I'm right yeah like I'm fully matured (laughs) Uh, I yeah I didn't realize like how heavy this song is like in, it thematically you know like what they're talking about in the lyrics and I'm just like whoa like the song had a completely different meaning listen yeah, to it no. again as a as an adult I, I like took it as like you're seeing seeing someone you care about seeing a friend kind of like on on this spiral and you know there's nothing you could do about it and so yeah. you're you're thinking of kind of separating yourself from it because yeah wishing that there was something that you could do or something more you could do and there just isn't and yeah. you're like am i about to give up on this person like for my own will for, for my own yeah sake that that song in particular i was like that's i like the lyrics of that one that's that's yeah. like did a good job on that one something else too another sleeper thing about this record great lyrics yeah i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, all right what's your second said, choice like Nick? There, there are definitely some political songs. Yeah. There are some real, real tough songs uh, like this one. A lot. But of then, like, like sardonic songs, you know, like you're, you're talking about something real, but you're being kind of funny about it. Yeah. Which I, I can appreciate. Um, do you want to guess what my second nug is? Let me I see. Don't let me, let me look it. at this list. Uh, I think I am gonna get it because I'm smart, and you don't give me enough credit and I'm gonna guess it's who am I to say nope it is static really yep I something something about it it's hard to describe like I love that little (laughs) vocal part yeah um the ending is is kind of interesting and weird like they definitely knew that this was going to be the last song either before or after they made it you know yep yep just because like they do this like kind of faux ending and it gets quiet um and there's just like this bass and like the ambient noise uh yeah and it kind of comes in one last time and like great way to end the album the bass is super loud on this song too like which I always appre- we always yeah. appreciate a good bass. Yeah, I like a good bass in the mix for sure. Like, like uh, it's a good closer for sure. It's a pretty like epic song, uh, and it's one of the longest on the record too. Yeah. Uh, but this song reminded me so much of like early Rise Against. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. Rise Against was like one of my favorite punk bands when I was like in middle school. What what uh what albums did you get into them? Like, what were your first ones? It was mainly whatever songs. Because they have eras. Hero. 
Yeah, okay, because they have eras too. They're one of those punk bands that it's like they have like two or three albums that sound like this, and then two or three albums that sound like this, and then you know they kind of like constantly change their sound. Um, Prayer the Refugee is okay. That was that was after my. That's all you have to say. <laughs> that was after my time. Yeah, I, I I got into like their first record, which I think it was like 1999, and then their second one was amazing, and then their third one was the one that had like State of the Union. And uh, swing life away. Sounds familiar, but I I don't I can't remember it. Oh, it was uh something. Yeah, oh, it was a great record. But they were starting to get like a little more poppy, a little more like radio friendly. And then the the one after that was the one that had like prayer for a refugee, I think, on it. Yeah. And by that point, I was out. <laughs> Dude, I you know I saw them in concert. Uh, when? Uh, they opened for Deftones like four or five years ago. Dude, I was at that concert. Really? At the at the fucking like Austin 360 amphitheater? Yeah. You were there? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> do we do we know each other at that time? We must not have. Because we've never talked about this before. <laughs> That's so weird. Well, yeah. maybe I don't know if we'll have the same like opinion of it. We didn't actually stick around for Deftones because my buddy Aww. who brought me and like got the tickets, he he'd pulled like a twenty four hour, like oh, he hadn't slept and he'd done a, a long shift, uh, just a bender. And I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like I'm I'm just like happy I went. Dude, Deftones um, were so good that night. But Rise Against, man, they they were kind of it was weird because like they had visuals and graphics that were timed to the music, yeah. but they were not timed to the music. <laughs> you know, like they, they were not they could not stay on tempo everything was faster than the record they were stumbling like i I don't know the singer mcgrath or whatever his name is like he kind of didn't do great they were struggling it looked like they weren't used to it yeah and it seemed like the singer couldn't hit a lot of things like he was doing a lot of this stuff where like where he would usually be like belting out you know how Rise the singer just like loves to like belt out these like yeah like kind of like holding it out uh he like couldn't do it and and one thing that he was doing a lot that was driving me nuts was he would stick his tongue out a lot like <laughs> while he's singing so he'd be like something like sticking his tongue out rather than just like hitting it with his like you know diaphragm and yeah. it made it sound so weird and it like didn't work ever and i'm just like I was wondering if he was doing it to save his voice or something, if it was somehow easier on his voice, but I was... I, that's funny to hear you say that, because I was also extremely disappointed by yeah. by them that night. And Deftones <laughs> were so good, like, totally made up for it. Was that the Incubus show, too? Incubus no. wasn't there, right? Okay. It was just them, too. That's what um, I mean. I've seen Deftones live a bunch. So I saw them play with Incubus there at the same venue, and then I saw them play with Rise Against there at the same venue. Uh... But but the the couple Deftone songs we heard were pretty good. They started off with like their new metal shit. Yeah. Um, and they were going pretty hard. And then my buddy was like, "Dude, I'm like passing out. We gotta go." I'm like, "All right." And you're like, "Just sleep." <laughs> Deftones is sleepy music. It's sleepy music. Look. Yeah. Just like this album. <laughs> Real sleepy. This album. How many? Yeah. How many times did you fall asleep listening to Invitation to Tragedy? Let me rate that out of ten, mm-hmm. if I could. Out of the ten times you listen to this record, how many times did you fall asleep? Decimal um, points allowed. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, this record, great production, exactly kind of what I was hoping for for punk. 
uh, very clean instruments, still dirty, still hard, still kicks you in the chest, yep. Yep. you know, uh, clean vocals most of the time, uh, catchy choruses, interesting riffs. Uh, this is going to be a nine point something. I'm, I'm feeling it. I don't know about that. It, it's like it all comes down to personal bias at this point because there's really not much that I can point to as being bad aside from it being the same genre, you know, and like sometimes okay. like giving you a headache and shit. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I wish I could, I wish I could pin to more like concrete reasons why I'm giving it this rating. But it's really all feeling at this point. Um, yeah. And I'm giving it like... I'm giving it like an 8.2. Damn, that's like so much better than I thought you were going to rate this thing before <laughs> we started talking. I legit thought you were going to be like, yeah, man, I just kind of... Because you weren't a huge fan of 4 Year Strong, you know? And and uh, I just thought, I'm like, this is so similar and you just don't... This isn't what you're, you usually gravitate towards, you know? It is it is a little similar, but they they were able to keep it fresh enough. That's yeah. that's usually what gets me with punk records is that it's all too samey. Yeah, I've been I've been you know I've done the same thing with Burn Band. Like our first record is like the same song seventeen times. Right. Um, but it's it's just like the sameness, the it, like not much changing not much experimentation or anything it's true every song on this record is pretty unique and distinct uh yeah and it, even though it like still keeps that same tempo it's still momentum forward it's still yeah. beating you <laughs> with every song yeah they do stuff in it that that keeps you interested i thought wow cool record man great lyrics across the whole thing great vocals uh, great musicianship, tight as fuck. Uh, You're doing my review for me. <laughs> You're doing it for me. Eight point two. I I assume you're gonna be in the mid nines. That's what mid nines. What a fucking wow. Uh, I mean, I like to I I like to just I want to congratulate myself really quick on how what a great album I brought and uh, what a great decision this was for me to, uh, all right. to yeah. make you listen to this. And uh, you should have listened to this five years ago when I first freaking told you to, but it's okay. I uh, love this record. I love this band. I grew up with this band. Uh, there's This is one of those... Uh, records in particular, Is this is one of those that, like, you know when you're drunk uh, and you just want to hear some shit that, like, hypes you up? And you know, like this is one of those albums. It's that good I, pregame music. Yeah, it's good pregame and postgame for me. Like same with Rx Bandits. Like I can just put on that record and just like sing along to every word and just jam out for forty five minutes. And this is one of those albums for me. Uh, yeah, man. Everything you said. Great production. Great songwriting. Really good vocals. Great guitars. Drums. Bass. Everyone's great in this band. Um, and. You know, if hopefully this gets people to listen to this album if you haven't heard it yet. If you enter if you're into punk music, like you're probably gonna like this album. It's so good. More people need to listen to Big Wig. I wish that they had gotten bigger when they were really, you know, doing their shit, man. Bigger and wigger. I think but they should have been bigger and wigger, but they're that not is, and it's okay. As it's soon okay. as I said that Hey, I, I said knew, it too. I was like I was like I said stepping it too. into dangerous territory. Uh yeah, it's like it's almost like you don't you don't mean to say it, but then you say it. Uh, yeah, no, it like sounded <laughs> like you're I just, said it. You're right? worried like, you're gonna like say it. Yeah. 
anyway. It's like because you know you shouldn't and can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm going to give this album purely based off of everything I said. <laughs> everything I just said. I'm just going to base it purely on that. I'm going to give it a... Has it... what? Real quick. Oh, God. I was really on a roll there. Uh, well, let me stop you right there. Yeah, just fucking... Let me stop you right there. Let me stop that momentum. All four momentum. Just <laughs> Real quick. Is this rating kind of what it's been the whole time? Has it increased? Has it decreased from when um, you first listening to it? It's going to be a little higher than... Uh, than it was before we went into this because of how much you liked it and how psyched I am that you liked it. So it made me like it a little <laughs> bit more. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid, like, 8.8. 8.8. 8. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't, and didn't it quite purely, make it into the nines. It can't make it into the nines purely because of the beginning of Mr. Asshole. And, uh, and that's kind of it, to be honest. Alone in Jersey is a really catchy song, but it's kind of like my, least, my second least favorite on the record, too. So. Okay. Yeah. That seems uh, 1.2 points for for a drill seems I'm going to give it a harsh. 9 if I don't like two of the songs on it that much. You like the songs, you just don't like like one part of each song. No, it, you're right. <laughs> I'm sticking with it, man. <laughs> Look, if you're sticking with it, you're sticking with it. Yeah. Why don't y'all stick with us? Thank you guys for listening. Oh, Thank you for tuning in. We're uh, on anywhere you can find podcasts if you just want to listen. We're on YouTube if you want to watch. Mm. We're on Instagram if you want to see just Ooh. like one static image. Yeah, if you want to see, if you want to get one post a week from from our Instagram announcing the newest episode, yeah. uh, go 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 follow us on there, EBPcast on Instagram. If you want to watch our faces and look at what we're wearing. And comment about how we don't know what we're talking about. Go to our YouTube. Just search Earbuds Podcast. We're on there. How many episodes do we have by now, Ash? Like a million. A like literally almost a million. We have like a uh, thousand episodes. I think by the time this episode comes out, we're at our two-year mark of doing this fucking shit. And uh, you know, it's only felt like yeah, a year and a half. It's been harder and harder every day. It's getting harder and harder, uh, but we stick with it because. We know no one's listening, so it's just for us. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm excited for for our little annual ear buddies, baby. Our Ooh, our buddies the award awards. shows. Yep, yeah. That's that must be coming out next week. I think at this point, I with this, with this episode. I think last year was a little too much. I think it we're was. gonna we're definitely we're gonna like tone down all the categories. Yeah, we're not gonna like split episodes and no. like best records or whatever yeah we're gonna we're, cut the crust off the shit sandwich a we're just bit. gonna keep it all in this one little episode this one little like two to two and a half hour episode we've earned it that's it it's only like <laughs> we've two, earned two, it two and a half to three hours we've earned it we're gonna we're gonna call in guests we're gonna have guests on it we're gonna oh, talk to yeah. we're gonna bring back everyone that's been a guest on the, this year we're gonna yeah we're gonna get cloak dagger we're, we're gonna get cloak dagger uh, we're getting uh on andres uh, probably maybe andres is gonna be here uh, luke uh, louise probably won't answer we haven't had a guest on in a long time it's we been need to a fix bit. that yeah we, we need we, to fix that we've kind of just been like discombobulated for a little bit it's been weird but it can We're I say something? There. It's been fucking weird. It's been weird. To say just let's not let's not say too much, but it's been weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Thanks so much, buds. Uh, uh, next week, we're going to be talking about... Um, what, what was the album, Ash? What's the stupid-ass album you want to listen to? whatever and ever. Amen. Whatever. Ben Folds 5. Ben, whatever. Whatever. Just listen to that. And, uh, Ash, uh, whatever. This was good. You know what? Um, this, oh. this is good. This is good. Bye. Bye.